Welcome everybody to the RV Podcast. This is episode 414. And this week we talk what real RVers think is going to happen in the next 12 months. Hello everybody, I'm Mike Wendland and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer, and we are indeed traveling and we are traveling in our brand new 2023 Leisure Travel Vans FX. FX. Unity FX model. And um, it's kind of like a homecoming to us because we were in this very model four years ago. This is what we uh, came back with a little over four years ago. And uh, we liked it. We kept it for two years. We tend to turn our RVs quickly so we can have experience with lots of different models. And we wanted to try the uh, Ford Transit chassis because that was just really taking off about uh, about two years ago. So we had our uh, Lucy Travel Vans Wonder and we sold that. And uh, we had ordered this. We didn't announce at the time. We ordered this about 17 months ago. And we got it even a little earlier than some people. Because it's like a two to three year wait. Depending on how you have it equipped. Um, but we got it because uh, we are the transportation company. <laughs> <laughs> we transported it from the uh, Hershey RV show. Which just ended. We spent a week there. And this was one of the models. The display models. And therein, we learned something very valuable. Well, the general public can be very rough on <laughs> those <laughs> yeah, display think. models. Our first FX was we also picked a display. Up, yeah, was, it was a display, a, but it was at a trade show, and it didn't get near the wear and tear that this one did. But it's all good, you yeah, know. I mean, whatever just, people break, damage, uh, you can get it fixed. But you know, probably it had enough people in here that would equal what we the two of us and Bo would do in three years <laughs> you know uh, and it held up well one of the doors needs adjusting and uh, a cabinet needs adjusting but that's really about it uh we were like angry parents you know you can take a kid in that thing don't let him stand on the sofa i was thinking i didn't say it but, uh, but we uh, uh saved the transportation costs because we are hauling this now back to Holland, Michigan, and there we will officially buy it this week from our dealer, which is Holland Motorhomes in Holland, Michigan, and they uh, then go through and prep it, and just like, just like a new delivery. But we uh, spent last night in it, and we are, right now, you might hear the rain, we're kind of waiting for some rain to end. Um, we spent the night in a service center, a rest stop uh, on the Ohio Turnpike, where they have actual RV spots. They have about uh, nine or ten spots for RVers. Twenty bucks a night. Now we didn't have electric. I don't well, know. we yeah yeah. They, some are thirty amp. I don't know if they have fifty amp. We pulled in at close to midnight. We left the show like at seven six thirty seven. So it was quite dark by the time we got here. And we were disturbing everybody. We yeah, didn't mean so, to, but we were trying to be quiet. So the side I backed into. Uh, only had like uh, 15, 20 amp service, and uh, since we have uh, 400 watts of solar and two uh, Battleborn uh, lithium batteries, we we were fine. We just boondocked. Uh, but it was our first night in it, and we didn't have pillows. And uh, I 
forgot. Yeah, but we made it. Okay, I got to get some mercy here. The day that we left, we're packing for a week, and uh, we were having an open house. In just a couple days. Our house, we put our house well, we put in our Michigan house on up the for sale. We're, we're getting, we, you know, you've been, we've been telling you about we've been looking for property in Michigan. We'll tell you more about that. The deal is kind of pending. It's still pending. I'll just say this. We found 10 acres in the southwest side of Michigan near the wine country. I'll tell you, we'll tell you a whole lot more about it. When but anyway, happens, what I'm but. trying to say is I had other things on my mind. Yes, you sure did. And I didn't oversee your packing, which normally, you know, I'm like, don't forget this, don't forget that. I need all we the had, oversight. No, no, we had such mass confusion, as you know, trying to uh, give things away to charity, trying to empty closets, trying to find a space for everything. Packing, so anyway, I forgot the pillows. Packing and preparing for the RV show, and uh, but uh, we may do. Oh, we may do great. Yep. Uh, and we're, it helps to be really tired too. <laughs> it was a grueling well, we had our show. Well, RV super bag. I knew we had the RV super bag, so we used that. We separated it, wound one section up and used it as a pillow, and the other section we covered up with, and I had the sheets from the RV super bag. So it was a great bed. It was. And we woke this morning to the rain and thunder, and uh, it's kind of nice. Uh, I walked into the rest area and got my Dunkin' Donuts coffee, and... Uh, we're kind of... No, you didn't get any donuts. I didn't get any donuts. Nope. I wanted That's one. That's because you came with me. Well, it's good I didn't. It's good <laughs> I did. Um, people keep asking us about the show. It was, a, it was a big show. I don't know if it was as well attended as last year. It was close. Saturday was a phenomenal Oh, Saturday event. was a zoo. But the rest seemed pretty manageable. Mm -hmm. um, most of the salespeople, they all were happy. They seemed to sell a lot of RVs. They had 1,500 new 2023 model RVs on display. Um, we did a kind of a our video tour of the show uh, this past week, so you can find that on our YouTube channel. And in today's episode, we are going to spend a lot of time with the people we met. And uh, I don't know how to skirt the issue other than to say that there is a lot of uncertainty out there. The economy, inflation, post-pandemic worries, all that kind of stuff. Interest rates, um, man. Uh, the interest rates are pushing 6% now for an RV. So we have to forget about all that and look for the positive. And, uh, but we ask a variety of real RVers, you know, uh, people who really are out there doing it, not just making them to sell. Uh, we asked them what they thought the next 12 months would be like, and I think you'll find it real interesting. You've got to work with what you got. Yeah. So we know what the issues are and you got to work with it. So. Anyway, we will obviously uh, be showing you more of this uh, this FX. Let's uh, answer one other question that everybody asks is, do, what do we do with our fifth wheel? Well, we are a two RV family, a his and hers, no, <laughs> a both of ours. Uh, the fifth wheel, we absolutely love our 32-foot fifth wheel. Should we have a contest and guess which belongs to his and which belongs to her? Yeah, no, I think they're both the same. They're both pretty, yeah. they're both equal. We, I, I like them both. Yeah. And I've bonded with your truck. Yes, I Jennifer had to drove drive the truck. It like did, 260 yeah. or 270 miles yesterday. That is a, I can see why you like that truck. I love the truck, yeah. I mean, it's larger than what I'd like, but it's a nice vehicle to ride in and to drive. And, uh, yep, so we were caravanning it back to the show. We still got some more to go today. So, yes, we do have two RVs. Uh, and how do we use them? Well, the fifth wheel is sitting at our property in Tennessee right now. And we will be down there in a 
in about Couple three weeks. weeks, yeah, for our gathering uh, at the Buffalo River. We've got uh, one of our gatherings, our meetups, uh, about a hundred plus people heading down there to uh, spend uh, most of a week uh, exploring Middle Tennessee with us. So we're excited about that and we'll be spending all of our time in the fifth wheel there. We will probably drive this and uh, our daughter, who's part of our team, will probably stay in this uh, while we're while they're down there working. And then we'll take this to Florida and then come back and pick up the fifth wheel. And hopefully then we'll be able to tell you all about our property in Michigan because the fifth wheel will be going there as well. Uh, but we, we see the fifth wheel as like, as you said, um, a, a cabin on wheels. And um, it, it's just really nice. It's just a nice base camp. And then we use the, the little motorhome here to scoot around for shorter trips and uh, to do some exploring as well. Uh, we can tow a vehicle with this, by the way. It's one of the reasons we went back to the Sprinter, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter 3500 diesel. Love it. Are we going to be able to uh, tow the uh, fifth wheel with this? No. Because no. I was just wondering, because if we drove this to Tennessee and then we bring in the <laughs> fifth wheel home. Oh. Are you going to make me caravan <laughs> forever? Yeah, I've got to figure that out. Yeah, well, we've got we to figure out the details. Yeah, we will. But, but the other thing is we can, we can leave the fifth wheel there too in Tennessee as long as we want. Um, I hope we didn't confuse you because <laughs> in answering the question, I'm confused. We didn't but, get much sleep last night. But we are having a good time. <laughs> yeah. So stay with us. You'll meet some real RVers and you'll learn what they expect over the next 12 months. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds, competing for reservations, paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. It was for us. Jennifer and I bought some land just west of Nashville, Tennessee, in an incredible collection of mountaintop properties called the Woodlands at Buffalo River. These are 5 to 62 acre properties. Build a house, a cabin, outbuildings, or RV year-round starting at $79,900. Your property, your way, 100% ownership, and the scenery is breathtaking. You can landscape, garden, bring your pets, build what you want to. There's high-speed internet, and it is so private. It's a great place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations, ready whenever you want. They're selling these on October 8th by appointment, 5 to 62 acres from $79,900. Great financing and big discounts available on multi-lot packages. For information, visit MyRVLand.com. That's MyRVLand.com. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig, too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Hey, what's up? All right, welcome back. Time now for the interview of the week. And if you can tell 
we're at the Hershey RV show and that's where we're going to do the interview of the week. I say we talked to a whole lot of people this week. And we talked to them about the future of RVing, what they think this next year is going to bring. Any surprises that they can see lingering out there? Or? You know, there's all this uncertainty coming on the heels of COVID and um, I don't think we can we can sugarcoat that. There's, there's a lot of people who are out there are, are wondering if this is the time to buy, what it means for their travel. So uh, we thought we'd talk to real RVs and find out what they think. So let's listen uh, to some of the people that we met and who offer a lot of great insight. Jimmy and Lisa Cox are friends from Find Us Camping. Yes. So guys, yes, we are. So what do you think we'll all be in a year and particularly as it affects the RV industry? Well, I know we're going to be traveling still. We will be on the road, but I see it as, I must, I'm, you know, with fuel prices being what they are, prices in general being what they are, I think it's going to make people stay places longer not travel as long as far as, as we frequent, go <laughs> you know not not stay a couple of days and then hit the road because you can't afford the fuel so you'll stay in a one spot longer and not move as often um i think it's going to help the campground worlds because the campground people are going to stay two and three and four weeks more than just a week and they're they're going to the next place so. well, right because you'd still be camping right you'd just be moving place to place so you already have we have found that you already have that that stay built in you, you've budgeted for that it's a it's kind of a constant but fuel you can kind of control you know you don't have to travel as frequently so you can cut back a little cost there um i'm not sure for like families with kids and stuff that's a whole nother i think they're gonna game, i think basically i think everybody's I think gonna stay still are gonna longer. have to stay still in one spot a little more a we're hoping everything changes we're hoping everything changes and it goes different and because it loosen up a little bit we have noticed here at the hershey show it is slower last couple of days so I feel that it is slower than years past you think it's the economy more than anything else I think the economy is is a big key and I think the interest rates have changed a lot of people buying I've talked to a couple of people now and they have said that the interest rates are a little bit higher which is scaring which makes the payments a little bit higher so well, and they're going uh, back up plus, again, the, plus the campers are more expensive so what we got two or three years ago you can't buy now because everything's more expensive yeah. groceries are more expensive everything's crazy more expensive so a little uncertainty yeah very very much we're all maybe, nervous maybe a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, we're all a nervous a lot of uncertainty you know you just have to control what you can because you can't control it all so just you have to control what you but can. get out there and do it that's the key yeah, you got to get out there and have quit. fun don't quit hi i'm susan burnett where are you from susan i'm from minnesota at the moment okay moving to colorado boulder well that's a great place yeah. to go let me ask you a question then. yeah in light of everything that's happened you know the covid pandemic mm -hmm inflation all the uncertainty of today yeah where do you see everybody in a year uh, and how is it going to affect the rv lifestyle that i have no idea because i'm just new i don't even have a rig yet that's why i'm here i'm learning everything i can and so i just don't know i retired as a nurse and so health care is changing dramatically people are leaving and you know retiring i'm just looking to travel around I want to see the redwoods before they burn down so so what are your biggest worries my biggest what concerns worries um, you know, safety is one number one but there's a lecture on that so I'm gonna to go to that um, I'm traveling by myself 
The financial part of it is a big worry just because I'm changing over from being retired to being on a budget and you know which I was on a budget before but you know what I mean um, and I don't know I, I don't know what I don't know is the problem but that's I why I'm here I think that you're encouraged about getting an RV and going so you must yeah. think that it's a good choice a good thing to do you must feel confident that it's going to be okay and if it well, isn't, you yeah. put the brakes on and go in a different I mean, direction. That's right. That's right. I have a home base, so if it doesn't work out, I'll just go back to my home base. So. But it's going to work out. It's yeah. Work yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm from Minnesota, and I know you guys are in Michigan, and you still go up to Michigan. So it's like maybe I'll come to one of your events, hopefully someday. Okay. So. All right. We'll be Yeah. Back. I know. I'm just so glad I ran into you. And well, it's we're like, glad yes. you ran into us, too. <laughs> Hey, here we are with our friend Mark Kep. But Mark, the question we're asking everybody has to do with the uncertainty that we kind of find ourselves in as a nation these days. Where do you see us all in a year, particularly as it affects the RV industry, the RV lifestyle? So I'll respond to that with a story. My wife and I went full-time in 2009 during Wait. the last financial crisis. We sold everything we own, bought an RV, hit the road. The reality is life is short. People only have so much time to go and travel and do things. A lot of people are retiring. They're still traveling now. I was just in Yellowstone a week and a half ago. Place wasn't sold out, it wasn't crazy, but the campgrounds were full and people had smiles on their faces. So in the end, people are gonna camp. How they go about doing that? Are they buying new RVs, used RVs? Are they in a tent? I don't know the answer to that. I just know that people wanna travel and enjoy the RV and camping lifestyle. So you see that continuing in oh, yeah. As somebody who started during the last financial incident, do things really level out as they say? Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Mike, you've been in the industry long. You know how from 2012 to 2019, we were on this uphill cycle. COVID had this massive boost of campers. But on the other side of that, we're still on this upward cycle. What you're going to see change, though, is you're going to see RV new sales shipment numbers dip. And that'll be the big news. But that's missing the main trend, which is a whole bunch of RVs were sold. Those people are still using those RVs. They're not, they might not be traveling 1,500 miles for a trip, but they're going 50, 60 miles. They're camping. They're enjoying. In the end, you got to do something. In the stress and the, and the anxiety of the world, you need to get away. And camping is the most affordable way to do that next to sleeping in a tent in your yard. Bruce Howard, up in Marlboro, Maryland. And I'm Persephone Howard. Hi. Where do you think we'll all be in a year? How's that all going to affect the RV uh, lifestyle and uh, the whole RV industry? What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, personally, I believe that people have gotten really complacent in the pandemic with being able to have the opportunity to work from home. And I think people are actually loving it. You know, if you have an opportunity to go on the road, you know, and still work, still have an income coming in, still relax and have a life. I think people will take advantage of it now. I think they, that year is going to allow people to kind of, you know, do a reset with their finances. Um, they'll probably be able to, you know, look into, you know, earlier options for retirement and stay on the road. You know, I think this was a, a time for us to really see how it feels to work remotely, live remotely. And people had an opportunity to kind of stay at home and realize there's a lot that we missed when the world closed. So people want to get back out and they want to see the world now. And RVing is just a great way to go. Yeah, Chris, you yeah. have to say you agree 100%, but uh, your thoughts? 
I think a lot of people had a chance to work remotely that didn't have a chance to work remotely prior to the pandemic and also a chance to look at lifestyle and lifestyle changes that they can make um, with what they were looking to do. So with the pandemic, a little bit of the inflation and things that are going to happen, maybe you might not get the big RV, you may get something a little bit smaller, but I don't think it's going to affect the marketplace in the sense of the vacation opportunities. They're going to exist and exist in larger numbers and maybe in a few parks may have a few less people there um, at times, but I do think it's going to continue to move forward uh, just fine. Uh, what do you see as the biggest challenge for camping this next year? What do you see? Uh, I've seen larger corporations coming in and buying small mom-and-pop campgrounds and then immediately the rates are increased 50% or better and I think that's going to be tough for our RVers to actually you know enjoy this lifestyle on a, on a reasonable budget but they're making it tough for us. What do you see in people paying these days? Um, I'm seeing from 80 to um, I believe my wife saw something going up to well over the $200 mark from $80, so eight, wow. six, 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 you're talking three, four hundred percent markup. There was a campground that used to be used that, on a beachfront, so it was about $100 a night, and it's gone up to over $300 a night to be at the same site on a weekend. And that's just unaffordable. For $300 a night, I'd rather get a hotel and not have to clean my own bathroom. <laughs> and they didn't do any big changes? Nothing. Like they took it from just a mom and pop name so and big... they changed it to a corporation name and added resort, but there wasn't anything different. That's a shame. Same amenities, mm -hmm. no upgrades, no painting, no, no just, boom just docking, a name. Here I come. <laughs> yes, boondocking. Yeah. Get my batteries. <laughs> I'm Andrew Brzezanski. We currently live in New Hampshire. Concord, New Hampshire. And Andrew, you're an RV tech. I am an RV tech. Okay. I work. I work for uh, Campers Inn in Merrimack, New Hampshire. So, uh, where are we going to be in a year? What's it going to mean to the RV? Uh, well, I've already noticed a slowdown in purchases, uh, but a, a lot more influx still on customer repairs and stuff like that. So there's still people doing it. What I think is actually going to happen is that bubble that was been blowing up for so long is finally going to burst as far as a lot of new people getting more purchases, more RVers. I think the people that want to RV will continue to RV, find out ways to RV, and the people that won't will hopefully still try to figure that out. Um, but in the long run, you know, keep maintaining your units, keep trying to figure out, keep up on the tech, Keeping up, uh, keep up on how to figure out how to keep doing it if that's what you really want to do. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be an influx of uh, used RVs coming up with all the people that don't want to do it anymore. So hopefully that'll inspire people to continue to do it at a cheaper way. Yeah, that's what I think. So you think you're just going to make the best of it? Yeah, make the best of it. Do do what you can to stay on the road if that's what you want to do. And just keep maintaining your RVs, keep doing your monthly checkups, that kind of stuff. And if you have to, you can downgrade to keep doing it until there's an opportunity for you to upgrade again. Um, like I said, I still think there's going to be an influx of used RVs after that bubble bursts, and it might give other people an easier way to get into it or an easier way to maintain their lifestyle financially if that's what their problems are. See, there was no sarcasm even. <laughs> I, I kept it in for you. I really did. I'm just, ugh, that's why I'm breaking a sweat. <laughs> As you just heard, we're all going to carry on. There's a little bit of fear and trepidation, but we're RVers. We're going to go. Yep. Um, and I thought some of the more encouraging things were that even 
uh, I think it was Mark Kep who we talked to who started full-time RVing during the last uh, recession that the country went through and uh, he uh, he says you know he's not gonna worry about this one either because like you say time is limited and uh, there's no guarantee so take advantage of today just be smart all right when we come back uh, questions of the week when we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back, and now it's time for the questions of the week. Now, uh, we did a lot of meet and greets here at the Hershey RV Show this past week, and there were a lot of questions that people have. So we recorded a few of them, and here they are with our answers. Uh, Dan and Fab, we're from Long Island. This is our first trip to the RV Show, and... Um, as budding uh, uh, adventurers who want to film their own adventure, uh, we're curious, how much content do you shoot versus how much makes it into a 30-minute format show? Aha! You can never shoot too much content. So you notice I'm shooting this. <laughs> I don't know if I'll use it, but uh, I may end up using some of these questions in one of our live feeds or in our podcast. Um, I don't ever go anywhere without a camera. I shoot. I, I have had three cameras that we've been shooting here. Um, we have a video that'll be on tomorrow. It's about 25 minutes, 30 minutes long, maybe a little longer. Uh, and I probably shot, how long do you think? Three hours worth of video for that. So I edited it down. Um, you know, we sh you're shooting on uh, cell phones, the, uh, like the Apple I iPhone now, Oh my goodness, the quality of that is, is better than, than almost anything. So uh, I'm always shooting with that. And um, you, there's no hard and fast rule. You, you know, you kind of, and, and the more you do, the better it, it, it better you get and the easier it is. But, yeah. Well, our whole life has been, you know, that we've been, yeah. Yeah, Mike, uh, as a media person, he worked on uh, NBC for 18 and a half years. So people recognized him. Me, I, it took me a little while to get used to it. But I, I taught exercise classes and I taught different classes. So I was used to being in front of people. <laughs> it kind of came natural to me. But Mike, I think it's harder doing this for him to uh, shoot more because he's used to our traveling all different countries and all over the states for freelance work where you are precise you know exactly what you want and you want to shoot in sequence and so it's a little bit harder I think to stop and say oh yeah I've got to get the b-roll 
Yeah. I've got to get the other things. I, I used to be a press photographer, so it was like that. It was rush, 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 take 400 pictures just to give the newspaper three. So that's why we're asking the question because it's going to be tough narrowing down the best shots, the best videos now. But you mentioned B-roll and it's like, yeah. don't forget to get the entrance to the state and don't forget to get the name of the park. And do you yeah, work with a remember. drone and do you not work with a drone? I mean, there's so yeah, many people yeah, that are doing it's amazing always, content. It's always embarrassing when you forget to get somebody's name and where they're from. You know? And that happened, that happened in, in I mean, what we're shooting tomorrow. So. Rule. Everybody yeah. should have a name tag. But you All know, the time. Everywhere you go. My advice is uh, before you even start, kind of think about what you want to, what the story is you want to tell. Now. The challenge is, you don't know the story because you're not there yet, right? Uh, so when we came into this show, um, in past years we've done 20 RV reviews. We'd go in them, we'd shoot them, open every drawer, and it became, <laughs> it became pretty repetitive for us, but people just love it, they want to see it. But it's here. just so exhausting. So uh, we wanted to do something different this year, so we said, well, we're going to just talk about a couple of trends that we're noticing. And then we're going to just talk to people that we meet, like you guys. So that's the video that we came in, we're going to shoot. And that's the way we went. We identify one quick trend, which was here, which was, if you remember, a few years ago, the big trend was uh, to put uh, uh, lightweight. lightweight trailers on the road. So you could tow a lightweight trailer. You didn't have to have a big Super Duty truck. Remember that, all those trailers, light You know, as you side. see them, ultra lightweight. Yeah. Wind goes by, they're all going back and forth, you know. So the trend is now that way with, with fifth wheels, which, you know, are, are certainly the, are the nicer and the more luxurious of all the, the RVs out there. So the, we, we knew we wanted to do a lot with this 29-foot uh, Arcadia, so we did a tour of that. And the other trend that's out there, and it's one that we kind of lived and we've seen it now, is uh, more and more people who started off with like van life, the van life movement, class B's. Huge growth over the last four years. And then because of COVID, COVID really helped. Get a little van, Oh my gosh, off. yeah. But if you've ever traveled much in a little van, anybody have a class B out there, just a small V? If you've ever traveled in a class B, you realize real quickly that you want a little you, you more like room. a little bit more room. Sometimes. You like to be able to bring a few more things with you. And so we see people moving up to the class C's, the B pluses, uh, even even larger. So that was the second trend. And then um, we decided that there's a whole lot of uncertainty out there uh, among people. You know, when you talk to the industry, everything's wonderful, everything's wonderful, but it's uncertain. You guys are feeling that, are you not? I mean, um, fuel prices. Next week, the Fed raises the interest rates again. Uh, what does this all mean? So we've been talking to other areas. Well, what does this mean? What do you guys think it's going to be like in a year? And uh, we've always found for content that those are stories that people really are interested in because real RVers really know rather than, you know, the industry experts kind of. And um, so we've talked to everybody. We'll probably find some of you and ask you, what do you, what do you and even this morning, what do you think it's going to be like in a year? Uh, and I think everybody feels it's just very uncertain times, but there's only so much time left, you know? <laughs> I personally have realized I don't have the time to waste. 
and um, you know I'm not going to do another COVID lockdown. <laughs> I am going to go out uh, RV. He says I wasted one year of my life. I did. I did. And <laughs> I think I think we're I'm hearing going. that from a lot of other people. What, what do you guys think? Really, you know, what do you? What's your thoughts on it? What What do you think the next year is going to be like? My husband's going to retire next year. Yes. So we have a 30-foot travel trailer, and what what we decided was we'd go with a fifth wheel because we've heard that they're much more maneuverable. And Better you said going. that you didn't even feel it behind you, so that's very nice. That's a danger for me. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I know. It's a danger for everybody. You know, it's, but yeah. so going we're, is easy, we're excited is about that new in, chapter in our lives, but we want to go small. Mm -hmm. what, what are you looking for, do you think? Uh, well, you're, the one that you got was on our short list. We were looking at a, a, a Grand Design 260RD, and then we were looking at yours. We just saw a Cougar, which is brand new here uh, uh, this week. So it uh, doesn't even have listed on their website yet, except for the Hershey thing. Sure. Right? Well, thanks to all the folks we met and the questions and the great conversations we had. It was very encouraging. Uh, thanks to all the people who answered our questions for the interview. We just had a great time here at the show, as we do every year. It's, every year. It, it has been fun. So that's the podcast, and we invite you to visit an RV show near you. The fall RV show season has now begun. If you have a question or a comment, we'd love to hear from you. Just use our personal email, Mike and Jen, at RVLifestyle.com. Till next week, so long. Happy trails.